Pope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with David Bradley. The Attributes of God, His Love, Part 6 of 6. Before going into this, I want to pose a question to you and ask you to follow up in your own time with this and to find the answer. The question is, what does God's love tell us about Him? I can tell you before going into this final episode, it is hard talking about and fully describing the love of God, the love that He has for us, because He is infinite, therefore His love is infinite. And how can you describe that when our minds are so finite and everything we know has a limit? Well, regardless, key verse is 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. In this verse where it reads, for love is of God, can mean love is from God. And this is an important distinction to correctly understand God's nature as it concerns his love. In this final episode on the Attributes of God series, his love is a great truth to grasp, and not only grasped by our minds, but by our hearts. The devotion focus is true and pure love is of God. So let's take the following verse apart and uncover a startling truth about God. This is from 1 John 4:16. And we have known and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. And that is a great, great promise to abide in love. Now, for much of my Christian life, I've heard God is love. The same with God is light. And I never questioned my understanding of these two verses until reading the chapter on God's love in Tozer's book, Knowledge of the Holy. Now, let me see if I can explain what he put forth without getting into deep weeds. And this means lost, by the way. First, we must understand all pure love comes from God. It originates with God, has its power in God. It is an outflowing aspect of God's nature. But to say God is love, as if love equals God and God equals love, is not correct. Again, love is an outflowing aspect of God's nature. Love, though, does not sum up God. I know it, it feels like I'm splitting hairs here, and I don't mean to. It's just that it's important to have a correct belief in God's nature if we want to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's from 2 Peter 3.18. Let me see if this example helps. The Bible says God is light. But to say all light is God would be like saying a weaponized laser beam is God. You see what I mean? But snap, there I'm, I'm in deep weeds, aren't I? All right, that's enough of that. So God's love. What is it in our everyday lives? Now, I had to think about this one for some time before coming to an answer. It is the means by which God extends to us all his blessings. Now, I know a theologian may disagree, but when thinking about the greatest commandment, Jesus said in Matthew 22, verses 37 and 38, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. Verse 38, this is the first and great commandment. This commandment infers we give all our heart, mind, and emotions to God, 
because we love him who first loved us. And so God gave us love as a means to give back what he's already given to us. Now, the Bible doctrine of surrender touches this as giving up our right to ourselves to God. Think of it this way. God held nothing back when he gave us his son as a gift of love. Likewise, we should hold nothing back when we give him our all. But be careful here. The human tendency to legalism, that is the false belief we must earn God's favor, will take this to mean everything of our standing as children of God depends on works. And that's just not so. Works is an outflow of love, not the source of it. Now listen to Paul describe all work for God, not based in love. And this is found in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 3. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Now, in summary, God's love is an aspect of his nature by which he conveys blessings to us through the means of grace and involves all his attributes. This is because God is one being, but when we look at his attributes, it may be thought of as looking at the facets of a single diamond. The action to consider, besides finding the answer for that question, what does God's love tell us about him? Decide for yourself what is the best blessing you've enjoyed so far as a result of God's love for you. Then write that down on a three-by-five card. Keep it handy, and then thank God for his love each time you look at that card. Next week's devotion, Christianity versus Religion. And by this, I mean the world's religions at large. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.